guys, we're back. It's us again. We didn't disappear this time. We're just one day behind, but we're still on time. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to introduce the wine that and we're... We, have wine. we, have wine we do time. have wine. Rachel's drinking this time. I'm drinking this time. I, honestly, I... Doing that week of no smoking and no drinking, really, I was like, oh. You fucked with it? I'm supposed to be doing this. Ooh. Whoa. Sorry, I broke the cork. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay, so I got this wine from Trader Joe's. I mean Trader Joe's. I got it from Whole Foods. It's called Chateau Roussette. Whatever that says. Um, it's a red blend, basically. It's 80% Merlot, 20% Cab Sav. It's good to be paired with grilled and red meats and cheese, which we're not eating any of those things right now. But I've already tasted it, and it's really good. I'll have some... Some cheese later, maybe. Yeah, so what are you cheersing to this week? Okay, originally I said I was going to cheers to fall and like sweater weather and all that, Mm -hmm. but I think I want to cheers to hopefully getting a new car soon. I I want a new car. I've been wanting one all my life. I've Mm -hmm. always wanted to just buy my own whip. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just manifesting that, even though we're heading into a recession possibly soon, but that's what I'm cheersing to. What about you? Um, at first I was choosing to protecting my peace, but I've also changed my cheer since then. I'm choosing to finding my style, I think. I think that I'm entering this, like, grown woman era of Tyler. Mm-hmm. And the whole, like, IG baddie fashion is just not me anymore. That was very early, to that, early 2000s, early 20s, Tai Tai. Mm-hmm. So I'm on a journey of finding my new style. And I think with the weather being like it is now is a perfect time to do that. That's true. And I'm going to stop buying, like, cheap, fast fashion, fast fashion pieces and, like, take my time and get good pieces. We so. can go thrifting. Yeah. Like, I want to go to, like, really good thrift stores. Like, boutique thrift. I wish I would have done more in New York. Well, I know a few places that have opened in San Francisco we could go to. Like, I think whenever I figure out when I'm going to New York next year, mm-hmm. I think I want to, like, bring an empty suitcase. Yeah. And, like, make thrifting, like, a huge part of my trip. Yeah, that's on Because the amount of clothes I got when I was Right, there, you probably needed an empty suitcase. I was stuffing my bag. Yeah, so, yeah, cheers to that one. Okay, cheers. Alright. Yummy. So, guys, our topic for the day is just influencer culture. I think we're going to focus more so on influencers on YouTube. Yeah. Just because, specifically, Tyler and I have been using... <laughs> YouTube users for a motherfucking minute. Since middle school. Since middle... When YouTube was, like, brand new. Like, when we were watching, like, Muffins. Muffins. What's his name? Um, uh, Weird you know, Al, Yanka... Yes. Yankovic or And whatever. then, um... Fred. Fred. Remember Fred got so big that he got on Nickelodeon? And we were like, like what is this? He, I, it was a mess. The show was a mess, but I was like, yeah. he's getting his coin. This is, like, 2007... 2008 yeah. the YouTube era like me and Rachel have been diehards since then we have seen YouTube develop grow incredibly expand. and I just remember when a million subscribers was like such a oh, big thing it was a milestone and now it's like one of those milestones where people are like oh we made it to a million like let's get to two million let's get to three million could you imagine like Building up to a million, and then suddenly, within a year, you have two million. That's crazy. Crazy. I'm upset that we never picked up a camera. I know. Throughout these years. We could have been... Look, 
living in a mansion in LA. But I feel like you never really know how big something's gonna be. That's true. Until it is big. And then you're like, oh shit. Right. Or sometimes, I don't know, I just like having a hobby situation. Mm -hmm. Like even this podcast. We haven't really blown up or anything, but it's just fun to It is fun. Sit down, drink, and talk a lot of mess. Yeah. But we're gonna dive into like the type of content we like, the type of content we don't like, and just kind of like how YouTube has evolved mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with like our top. Well, not our top. Just like a few of our favorite okay. YouTubers. So I guess that's how we'll segue into like the type of content that we like. Mm-hmm. I think my, like, I feel like the type of content that me and Rachel like changes depending on like our mood. Mm-hmm. But right now I've been really into like lifestyle vlogs. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes... I just enjoy watching people go about their day. (laughs) I don't know why, like, it just gives me, like, ideas of, like, places I should shop or, like, things I should try. So I've been really into Aaliyah's face. She's just, like, a a girly in Atlanta living her best bougie black lifestyle. Mm -hmm. She, like, buys home decor, goes to Pilates, and goes to dinner with her girlfriends every day. And, like, I live for that lifestyle. (laughs) And then the same with this other girl named Kyra Omanique. She's also an Atlanta girly. Um, and then I'm also into fitness YouTube also. So I've been watching Kenzie Vance, who is a fitness girly. She's currently in prep. So like I watch her do her like full day of eatings and like going to the gym. So I feel like right now the things that I'm watching kind of embody who I am. Mm-hmm. So those are the, the people that I'm watching. Who yeah. You, who are you watching? For me... Well, okay, my YouTube watching, like, history is all over the place. Because I'll watch people literally, like, play The Sims. But then I'll also, like, you watch people do lifestyle vlogs. Mm-hmm. But in a way, I feel like a lot of YouTubers now, their lifestyle is very different. Because they're rich and they yeah. get free PR and they get this and that. So in a sense, I... I feel like even the lifestyle that I watch isn't like it's like elevated lifestyle vlogs. Like we yeah. both watch Hannah Bronfman. Yeah. And I just love seeing I don't know, a rich bitch live her life. And because, she's she's been a rich bitch. And that's what I aspire to be. So yeah. I think it's more like watching in manifestation, but also not. But the main YouTuber that I always have watched since, I think, since, like, 2009, 2010, is Miss mm-hmm. Remy Ashton. She's always so positive. She's fun. She's bubbly. She likes to cook. I like to cook. And I get, like, recipe ideas from her. And then I like uh, Queen E. She has a commentary channel. Just for, like, all the trash shows that we watch. And it's fun to watch the show and then afterwards see someone's reaction to it. Even if it's not the same reaction you had, because it just feels like you're... It feels like when I'm with you, and we're both talking about, did you see that episode? Yeah. I feel like this, 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 and this. It just feels like you're talking with your friend about it. Mm-hmm. And then I like Shoshana Rose. She's lifestyle. And I think she's like a little more... I don't want to say tame, but she's not like crazy about like flex culture and shit. And I love that. I love that. A little more like realistic. Realistic. You know what I mean? Now that you spoke about commentary, though, I forgot to mention As Told by Kenya. That's my, that's my girl. She was definitely one of those where, like, I'm watching it on my TV and mm-hmm. I feel like we're talking. Like, I'll be like, yes, bitch. Like, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then Keith will just be sitting there like, 
how did you find this girl? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I have no idea how I found her, but I'm glad I did. Well, and what we talked about earlier, I think it's so funny being a YouTube watcher versus a TV watcher mm-hmm. because it is very different. It is different. And it there is. are so many things that you can find on YouTube to really, like, go down a rabbit hole with. Yeah. Like, me and Rachel really watch YouTube like we watch TV. Like, I will yes. watch an hour and a half vlog. Yes. I come home, I turn on like, YouTube. I love when I see my favorite YouTuber posted, like, an hour and 15 vlog. Yes. I'm like, absolutely. Yes. Thank you. And when they disappear, it's kind of like, girl. Like, Where are you? Yes. <laughs> like, I need to know what you got at Target the other day. Please. Yeah. Like, you, you're the one that told me about Brianna Monique. Mm-hmm. And I think that we kind of went through a period where we're like, ugh, like, she's a little bit boring. But I think now I really love her content. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because it's so laid back. And, like, I can watch her while I'm laying back. Yes. You know? Like, mm-hmm. I'll be, like, sipping my wine or my coffee. And, like, I feel like I'm hanging out with her throughout yes. the day. And I think that's also <clears throat> what really draws you in because it kind of feels like you're hanging out with a friend, but it <laughs> sounds feels, so. It feels so low maintenance. It does feel very low maintenance. It's it's like I'm socializing, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. And for me, I would, even though I do love these YouTubers, I don't think I would ever want to meet them in person mm-hmm. because I I just know I know my place. I know I'm just like. Do you a think watcher. it'll like taint the image if I you meet them in that, person? And then also it. I don't know. It would feel weird to meet someone that you've been watching for years and you know so many things about them and they That's so they true. don't even know you. And it's like if I were to hang out with a celebrity that I grew up watching and loving and suddenly I'm in front of their face. Because it's like you feel so connected to them mm-hmm. and like you feel like you know them, but you really don't. Yes. You only see what they show you in right. the first place. And yes, yeah, sometimes they'll be very real and like, cry on camera or talk about their struggle for whatever day they were having Mm -hmm. but also you don't know them and I could picture I would picture a fan or subscriber coming up to me if I was a YouTuber and being like oh how's butter how's your cat how's this how's that and I would feel so like weird to be like oh yeah you do know all that and I have no idea who you are yeah so in a sense I don't think I'd want to meet that I think I I like the whole like one-sided view of like I feel like we're having a friend conversation but I don't have to say anything this is very low maintenance I'm just listening to you mm-hmm. or I'm just playing this video in the background and we're hanging out mm-hmm. in quotes but not really hanging out at all that's kind of how I felt about when we went to that boot camp with Katya yes like it felt weird to meet her it felt weird to like Always see her online and then see her in person. It was weird. I like I not that she wasn't nice or anything. No, she was great. It was a great experience. But it, but was, it was also just kinda weird. Like, mm. And I did like that we did a workout with her. But yeah. also I don't think I would if it was just a meet and greet, I don't think I would be there. Well one thing that Aaliyah's face did was she did she like hosted a brunch mm-hmm. for her subscribers in Atlanta. And she, like, rented out a restaurant and just, like, had them all come. And it was, like, open bar and, like, free food. Mm-hmm. And she was just kind of mingling. It was, like, a party, basically. See, that sounds fun. And it was cool. And, like, she met some of her subscribers. Even one of them, like, asked her to go to lunch, like, mm-hmm. one day. And she was down. So it's, like, she's very, like, open to her followers. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, they wouldn't really be anything without us anyway. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
But I would understand if they cut. Totally. Cut off. If they totally. decided suddenly, hey, I don't want to share this anymore. Yeah. Because I would understand the other side of it. Same. But then also, I would kind of be like, well, you probably shouldn't have shown that from the beginning. Yeah, because as a viewer, it's like, ugh, I wanted to know, but like, I understand. Yeah, it's like I understand our limitations, yeah. but don't open the door if you're going to close it. Yeah, but I guess we can segue now into things that we don't like about YouTube. Yeah. And I'll say that, like, I used to be very huge on, like, beauty and makeup YouTube. Mm -hmm. But now I feel not as inclined to watch it. Maybe, one, because I work in the makeup industry. But I feel like heavily sponsored content just doesn't catch my eye. I notice even when I watch vlogs, if they're, like, if it's, like, a get ready with me. And they're, like, waking up and they'll be, like... So I've been really loving this cleanser from Curology. As soon as I hear Curology, fast forward. Mm-hmm. Get your coin. Like, I'm glad, but I'm not going to watch this. So I the fast forward. Ads. The ads. Just in general that we see now. Right. And I feel like that's very heavy mm-hmm. on beauty and makeup TikTok now. Yeah. TikTok. Make YouTube. So I don't necessarily watch those anymore. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just don't like... Again, I understand they're trying to get their coin. I respect it. I'm just not going to watch it. Having a sponsored video versus like AdSense is like way more money. Mm -hmm. But like you, I skipped through because on top of that, they have ads on the video. They have like product placement for things that are sent to them. And Mm -hmm. I think it just gets oversaturated to where I'm like, is this a video or did you have to make this video to make an ad? You know those videos where it's only like four or five minutes and they're like, my morning skincare routine and they're using a sponsored product and it literally is just basically an advertisement for the product? Those annoy me because I'm like, so you just made this content to advertise. This isn't even like realistic because you probably just got this product and maybe you've been using it but only for like two weeks. Like, if it says get ready with me in the title, Mm -hmm. I don't even watch it at this point Yeah, because I already know. Because, yeah, it, it, half the time it's just a sponsored product. Yeah, unless it's somebody I really like, I'll play it just so they get their coin. Yeah. I won't pay attention to it, though, but, mm-hmm. like, I'll definitely let it play. And then also, just like we were saying earlier, I like lifestyle content, but sometimes it's so disconnected mm-hmm. that you're kind of like, oh, you don't understand that you're you're rich now. And, like, your audience is not going to be able to afford, like, half the shit you're using or half the shit you're wearing. Yeah. And it's cool to watch a YouTuber, like, pop off and, like, really blow up. And, like, be able to afford those things or buying a house. Like, I love watching moving vlogs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But when I'm watching, like, every other vlog, they're buying, like, a new designer bag or... That's how I feel like, about that Lauren girl. What Lauren girl? So like, Lauren oh, Geraldo? Yeah. She kind of, like, started out as, like, a very, like, everyday person blog. Yeah, it's very relatable. And then now she's kind of... And, I mean, that's no hate to her. Like, yeah. I mean, she's came into money now, and, like, she's going to flex yeah. it for sure. But it's just kind of like, okay, I don't relate to this anymore. Yeah. Like, I can't buy this big house and, like, furnish it with them. And, again, weeks. it's no fault of them, I guess, because that is their lifestyle yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like watching her versus watching Hannah, I know Hannah's rich. She's been rich. Been rich. I know what I'm diving into. into. Yeah, Yeah. and I know what I'm going, diving into when I watch her vlog versus watching someone come up, come up, come up, come up, and suddenly 
Yeah. You don't relate with them anymore. It's kind of it's, weird. And it's kind of like, exactly. It's like with Hannah, like, I kind of watch Hannah in the mindset of like, okay, these, this is what I want to achieve. Like, mm-hmm. these are my goals. Let me watch this and like set these goals for myself in yeah. my head. But like, then you also have your YouTubers that you watch that are just relatable and mm-hmm. like are literally just like you. But I don't know. No, I feel like that's something that even YouTubers themselves have acknowledged mm-hmm. because they know, okay, a lot of the shit I buy, people aren't going to buy or the shit that I get for free, people aren't going to go buy a $20, a whole set of $20 lipsticks Yeah. when I get a whole PR package of it. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll probably only buy one lipstick out of the many. Mm-hmm. Or... I think they just don't compute when they complain about things. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, everyone's job is difficult. Yeah. You're going to get stressed in any job. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something simple. You're going to get stressed any day. No matter how rich you are or, you know, how everything is. Like, you still yeah. have mental health to deal with. But it seems kind of, like, tone deaf when they complain about things like, oh, my flight had to be canceled because of weather so now I have to go tomorrow and I have to stay one more night here but I need mm-hmm. to get back home because da 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 like not meetings and stuff but just because oh I was really hoping to go home and it's like now I have, I'm stuck in this wonderful vacation w- location for another two days I will say though that sometimes watching those sometimes I do like it because it makes me feel better when I complain about my first world problems mm-hmm. like I love when I'm watching a vlog and like a girl's like Ugh, my lash lady canceled on me and like now I have to wait like, a couple more days. I'm like, yes, like I hate when that shit happens. <laughs> you know? For but... me, I'm kind of like, I don't, especially <laughs> when they talk about, when they say, guys, you don't understand, there's so much that goes on beyond behind the scenes. Ugh. I was like, okay. Speaking of that, how, did but you... you could be doing a nine to five, but you wake up at 10 every day. Do you know who Michaela Noguera is no. on TikTok? Ugh, she's this beauty influencer on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. And she, like, blew up over the pandemic. Everybody loved her. I loved her. She has, like, a super thick Boston accent. You probably mm. have, like, seen her. I know what you're talking about. You see the drama with no. her right now? I saw that there was drama, but I didn't click on the video. What happened? Tell so me. So there's, like, this video that surfaced of her being, like, you guys have no idea what it's like being an influencer. I wake up at 6 a.m., and I film for hours making content for you guys. I make at least three, four videos a day, and it takes me, like, hours to film. And she's like, I just finished with my day, and it's 5.19. And I'm exhausted. So everyone in the comments was like, um, sir, like, lady, we're, you have people working, like, 30-hour days. Yeah. Like, overnight shifts. And... I know she's trying to say consistency is what gets you far on TikTok, but you don't have, you're big now. You exactly. You don't have to make that many videos. So now because, like, she, it's funny because the video is from, like, a year ago, maybe, mm-hmm. and it just surfaced. Mm. And, like, um, people were commenting on her videos, like, oh, is it 519 yet? Better log off. Like, uh. time for you to end your day. Oh, Meanwhile, gosh. I'm on hour 32 of my shift. But, um, so she's taking, like, a social media break now, of course. But she's in, like, deep shit because of it. And I'm just, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, complaining about your workload. Mm -hmm. With any job comes some sort of stress. Mm -hmm. And nobody is taking that away from influencers. We know it's difficult. I mean, shit, I'd probably be stressed out being an influencer. Yeah. But, like, 
you they have to realize that their life is very privileged yeah considering what other people like y'all get free shit you know like you get to just go about your day and film it and i understand there's a trade-off with like everyone is watching you all the time Mm -hmm. and ready to criticize you totally so mentally that is a lot yeah but also just know just know what you're saying before you say it like these lifestyle influencers they can go buy a chanel bag and write it as a tax write-off yes because they showed it in the video it's your let's be part of your job yes you know, or it's like I heard they do hauls on video because everything in that haul you can write off. Write it as a tax or write off. Write something of it off because technically it's in the video. It's for work. And again, if you're a really big influencer, I'm talking more so criticizing the top top influencers yeah. who are complaining. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. at this point, you have a team. It's not just right. you anymore. You're not editing your videos anymore. Nope. You're not the one that's like branding your, yourself you have the input and ideas to like push that but you have a team behind you as well mm-hmm. and you most likely do not wake up at 6 a.m like miss thang mm-hmm. you most likely like some days you're gonna miss be able thang. to sleep in some days you're gonna go to fucking yeah. training and all you have to do is film it yeah and i understand again there are there are tough aspects to every job yeah and i'm not saying that's to like discount anything that they've done because they've worked hard for where they're at but i think it's just to understand that your audience especially now that we're like leaning towards a recession and people are literally just struggling to live where they're at Mm -hmm. and be able to pay for groceries gas groceries are out of this world and you're up here complaining about like i wanted to rebuild this on my terrace but the work is going to take this long because supplies are low and da 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 And it's like, okay, girly, we will watch the home re-renovation vlogs. Mm-hmm. Just, like, tell us it's going to take a little time, guys. Mm-hmm. There's a little delay. Yeah, it's a little stressful. We're going to get through it. Whatever. We aren't renovating anything. We'll watch that. But it just gets annoying when they complain about minuscule things. Can we, like, quickly discuss the evolution of YouTube? Like, kind of go through it really quick? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so, like, the beginning of YouTube was, like, your funny videos, right? Mm -hmm. It was, like, those, like, scripted, like, the muffins video. Long-form Vine. That's exactly what it was. The Trapped in the Drive-Thru videos. Trapped in the Drive-Thru was iconic. This was a great time for, like, really creative, funny people. Mm Mm-hmm. This was, like, 2008 maybe Archie in 09. Mm-hmm. And then, like, in high school, what was it? Was it, like... Going into beauty, I would say. A little bit into like, beauty? I'm trying out the new MAC lipstick line. I'm going to try out this. I'm going to try out that. Yeah. Not a lot of paid sponsored videos. They would have codes of, like, oh, if you want to buy some, use my code. Was this, like, the... What brand was it? Remember, like, the Baby Lips chapstick? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Is that Maybelline? I think it was Maybelline. Maybelline, and then, um... And, like, the EOS chapstick. EOS. This was, like, that era. But makeup-wise, who was uh, Jaclyn Hill always with? Morphe? Morphe. Morphe was, like, starting to grow. In high school? No, starting, starting. Starting to grow, yeah. And then... And then we started getting into, like, like you said, makeup. Like, Bethany Moda was really mm-hmm. popular. I would say, like, 
maybe like right when we graduated from high school mm-hmm. is when like Bethany Moda, like those like make it like those like June favorites videos. Yes. And they would be like frolicking and in a yeah. fall candles yep. and like decorate to the extreme, highly saturated video. I used to be so jealous of these girls. Yes. Like their rooms used to be so cute. Mm-hmm. Their bathrooms. I'm like, like damn. Out. And have you gone back and watched them? I don't want to. I feel like I'm going to cringe. Yeah, because sometimes I'll, I'll type in like 2013 Hall Bethany Moda and it like brings you right back. Yeah, I'll have to go look. But I just have this feeling I'm going to cringe and be like, And oh, then yeah. we went through like prank YouTube. Ugh. I didn't like prank YouTube. I didn't like prank YouTube either. But a lot of families got popular off of it. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Family vloggers. I was into them for a minute. I'm not into them. A short minute. Something about, like, showing your kid online too much to me is, like... Because if I was that child, I would be annoyed that everyone knows everything about me. I think the only family vlogs I like are from the people that... Like, there's, like, a lot of beauty, old beauty influencers that have now turned into family mm-hmm. influencers. Family like, do you know who Nazanin Kavari yeah. is? Like, her content is, like, very family-focused now. Mm-hmm. And I almost like her more. Mm-hmm. I've always liked her. But, like, I've, I almost like her family content now. Yeah. Well, a lot of the beauty uh, influencers have just gone into lifestyle. Because at that point, it, everyone does know who you are. And, like, they're more... They're more fascinated in what you're doing daily rather than, like, what makeup you're wearing at this point. Yeah. And remember British YouTube was big yes. for a minute. Like, Sammy. But then you have, like, your... Do you remember, like, Alfie and Zoella? Yes. Oh, I remember, I remember when era. Zoella was so excited because she was going to interview One Direction. Uh, I remember that so vividly. That was an era. Like, Joey Graceffa. Yeah. That was, like, when Miranda Sings was big. Yeah. That was an era, for sure. It, like, made a beep. The little sound thing. Yeah. I don't know if the mic... Well, actually, no. I don't think the mic could die. It's plugged in right there. I think we're Sorry. If, if we cut off. Anyways. <laughs> um, what happened after that? Then we Going went into in, lifestyle. Oh, this is when Vine was a thing. And then after Vine was done... Then they like, all channeled over to YouTube. Yeah, I think, like, during, like, British YouTube, mm-hmm. when, like... Like, when Zoella was popular, Alfie, uh, Joey Graceff, all the people I just said, mm-hmm. that's when Vine was popping at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then after Vine got shut off, that's when all the creators ran the YouTube. And then that's kind of when we started this, like, I think that's kind of when flex culture Transition. began. But also, I think it really established YouTube as not just, like, a backup platform, but actually as... Like more of a the platform. Because yeah. I see a lot of YouTubers branching and adding a TikTok to their account. And it's like they already have Instagram, Twitter, and then now adding TikTok. But YouTube is still that base. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's kind of like when you pull people from TikTok short form content and you say, hey, I have a YouTube channel where you can watch me more. Like you can watch me instead of for one minute, you can watch me for 20 minutes. Do you think they make more money off of YouTube? Definitely. Yeah. Well, I mean, depends. Because TikTok, you could get a big sponsorship for, like, a short short video. And in some ways, that might actually, like, branch out and reach more people than a mm-hmm. 20-minute video would. Mm-hmm. Especially when people are knowing that they're going to see an ad in a YouTube video and mm-hmm. they can skip by it. But I think it depends on the company. 
Yeah. But like speaking of flex, I feel like we touched on it earlier, but flex culture is like very heavy now into YouTube. It's almost like Mm -hmm. people don't want to make content unless they feel like they can like one up you. Yes. A little bit. And it's like, I, like I've toyed with the the idea of starting a YouTube and I'm like, maybe my hook is that I'm just a regular ass bitch Mm -hmm. and like people would watch me because I'm just regular. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, would I like be interesting enough because I'm like not going to YSL to buy a bag and like then going to West Elm and spending like thousands of dollars I think a lot of the big YouTubers who started out like not basic they just had a specific niche you know I think as long as you're using and finding your niche then you're gonna find an audience that likes that and then from there it'll build upon people who haven't even like been in that niche before but Mm -hmm. they get drawn in cheers to finding my niche yeah with your style and my style your new style your new niche that's essentially what we're going for. But I'm a Gemini and I'm interested in so many things. Mm-hmm. So I struggle with finding my niche. But it's a good problem to have because I'm passionate about different topics. But. Yeah, I don't think it's bad to have like multiple interests. Yeah. And I also don't think it's bad to not monetize every interest you have. Totally. Because at some point you kind of have to cut the cord and be like, I want this for myself. I think my main objective with starting a YouTube isn't the money. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. that's a, a thing. That would be a great plus. A great plus, but I think it's more of an outlet for me. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes I'd be wanting to just ramble about things, mm-hmm. but I know Keith isn't going to listen to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, he will, but, like, I'll just be talking to, like, in talking into the air. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, mm, maybe I'll just get a camera and, like, talk to random people. Yeah. Well, and I think that's how genuine YouTubers really start. Yeah. Like, because even on our podcast, like, that's what we, we don't know. know who's listening right now. And we yeah. don't know how many people could listen, but it's just nice to, like, chat about a topic. And, like, this is how we already talk. Just a little bit more structured. Yeah. Literally, but, we we just have to write, be like, should we talk about this? And then be like, let's write this down. Yeah. Fast. Like, me and Rachel's planning into this podcast is, is, like, not in depth. Yeah. But I also think that's because we know we'll always be able to have a conversation. Yeah. It's like, not we'll just really, ramble. Exactly. Like, we can easily ramble with each other as much as we wanted to. Like, our, our podcast should really be ramble with us. Yes. No, our category is ramble. Yeah, that's our, our category. Because podcasts have categories now. See, that's the other thing. Just like YouTube Is that a real category? Up. Yeah, Ramble. Oh, I didn't know that. One of the podcasts I, I follow is a Ramble podcast. I love that. Because that's what we are. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's nice to, even if this podcast never blew up, it's nice to like look back and be like, oh, remember we did this episode? Remember we did this episode? I can't wait for that, for when we're like over it. And, like, years from now, we uh-huh. listen to it. I can't wait for that. We should, oh, when you have kids and they're, like, 20, and we're, like, listen to this, kids. We're probably going to have to figure out a way to, like, well, you have you have it all saved. Yeah. So we'll have to, like, put it on a hard they're drive. They're going to be like, Mom, why are you talking about this? Because who knows if Spotify is going to be a thing or, like, iTunes, like, years I mean, from now. I think they find a way to kind of have a backup. Or, like, we'd get a warning before they delete whatever it is. Yeah, that's true. And we'd find a way to store it. Yeah. If it's not, like, a hard like, drive, it would be the cloud. Our kids are going to be like, Mom, you were talking about Kanye West. Like, that's so long ago. Yeah. Oh, I don't want... I don't want to think about that yet. Oh. Kanye will be, like, 60. Because even now, with Gen Z, I feel like... 
low-key, they're bullying us into thinking we're old. They're going to be like, YouTube? Yeah. What's YouTube? <laughs> but I don't know. I think I'll always stand YouTube. And I think YouTube is definitely going to stick around for a while. It's... Because although, like, YouTube is more oversaturated now... Versus Instagram, Instagram has made a lot of updates that just make Instagram less user friendly and more yeah. like company and yeah. promotion friendly. And YouTube does have more advertisements. Instagram and, will be gone for sure. Yeah, YouTube does have more advertisements and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it wouldn't it wouldn't turn sour unless literally like Meta yeah. took over YouTube. You know That's what I true. mean? That's very I think true. If they took over YouTube, they would find a way to push, push, push advertising, uh, sponsorships, a bunch of things like that. Yeah, it's definitely more sponsored than it was before, but I think YouTube has found that balance of okay, you're gonna have sponsored content, there might be commercials, but yeah. we have found a way to make it work. And YouTube I just feel like is so relied on by so many mm-hmm. they call it YouTube University for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. There's so many things where you could say, how do I do this to my car? How do and I boom. build this? And, and it's on YouTube. Yeah. It's ready to go. And people love watching a video versus reading an article of how to do something. Yeah. It's so much easier to visualize and see someone else do it. Fun fact, though, you know we're older than Google. When did Google start? 1998. Oh. Yeah. Damn. I'm going to tell that to my kids. I'm older than Google. Watch your mouth. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> I'd be like, your mom is older than Google. <laughs> I'd be like, me and your auntie Rachel. I'd be like, don't put me in that category. Are four months apart. Don't listen to that old lady. <laughs> she crazy. I'm going to say, she old. Don't listen to her. Please. Anyways. All right, guys. Well, we'll leave it at that. If you have anything that you want to say about YouTube in general, or you have some YouTubers that we should be subscribed to, feel know. free to let us know. You can let us know on Instagram. We're on Apple Music. Or Apple Music? Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. Not but not because... We don't do that old shit. We don't. All right. See you guys. Bye.